0: Real quick, friends, before we dive into today's episode, I've got a special invitation for you to join me live and in person for my upcoming masterclass, Your 3-Step Visibility Engine. In this class, I'm giving you the juicy secrets to my playbook on showing up in front of a bigger audience and how you can create your playbook to use on rinse and repeat. Grab your seat at podcaster.com forward slash masterclass. See you there. power of a podcast extends well beyond plugging in the mic. So if you're ready to learn how it can help you build a big business, then I'm your best friend. Hi, I'm Joanne Ball, and I am obsessed with all things podcasting and creating an unapologetically big revenue business with it. From podcast guesting to podcast hosting and everything in between, we're going to dive into it all and show you step by awesome step how using a podcast can and will grow your business to so grab a glass of wine and pop your headphones on because girlfriend happy hour has begun here on the B word. Okay, everyone, welcome back to the B word. You know, it's Thursdays, which means we bring on guest interviews and experts in the industry for you to listen in on. And today's conversation is a really, really good one. I don't often do a lot of mindset stuff because I'm not a big woo-woo, but you know that the mind shifting that sometimes we need is really probably as important as anything else that we talk about. So I've got Stacy on today, and Stacy is a mindset expert and she's got a lot of theologies and a lot of thought processes behind everything from the bedroom to the boardroom. So Stacy, I'm going to just let you sort of take it away.
1: Oh, you're awesome. Well, thank you for inviting me on the show today. I'm excited to share with your um audience and I know you and I are recent friends and we're talking about how we get to this age of 35 plus and start to reconsider things in our lives and how we see more and more people doing this and whether that means making a change in their career or making a change in their relationships, but how just making a decision to change is just the start of it. And if we just change that outside thing without changing how we see ourselves and identifying our beliefs, then what we find is that we just end up stuck again. So yeah, let's dive into mindset and how you can level up your self-image, your confidence in yourself from the bedroom to the boardroom to create and experience more fun and pleasure in your life.
0: All right. So let's loop back around. You just said something that really probably triggered me just a little bit. See, she's already doing it. This is awesome. And I will say you and I were talking offline before we hit the record button about the fact that I started out this podcast being a podcast for real estate agents, and I just wasn't passionate about it. And I think at the time what I was really doing was I was trying to produce content or produce you know a podcast for someone that I didn't see myself as any longer. Like I didn't see myself as a real estate agent any longer. I was shifting out of the, that business world and into something else and it showed up as a misalignment with what I was trying to do with the podcast because it just who I didn't see. Like I I knew I wasn't a real estate agent anymore. And so how could I possibly serve that audience? And I think a lot of us do that by accident. When we're in that process of changing careers, changing jobs, changing relationships, we don't allow ourselves the permission to go, well, who do we want to be? And we're going to stumble a little bit along the way.
1: So good. You know, what came to mind when you're saying that is that like many things, we often think more of what we don't want than what we do want. Mm. So you didn't want to see yourself anymore as a real estate agent, but were you clear with a vision of who it is that you want it to become?
0: Oh, not at all. I I really was clueless.
1: Right, and I think that that's where, like, it's not just as simple as okay, frick, one day I wake up and now I have it all figured out, and I want to be this person going to end. But we need to, like you said, give ourselves that grace, and compassion. To figure that out but ultimately have to have an idea of where it is that we want to go so maybe you don't know exactly how she acts and exactly what the word is that she will be but what is it that you want to feel and I believe at the end of the day most of us are looking for to create a world where we have more freedom and more choice a lot of people associate money with that because typically money does give you freedom and choice but if they have like negative beliefs around that or thinking that that's selfish, then we need to work through that together. So um, I find it really interesting when you say that it was easier for you to decide what it is that you didn't want, but really where we start to fall down is then deciding what it is. And I believe it's about time we start giving ourselves permission to start dreaming of what it is that we do want.
0: I think a lot of times you hear that statement like dream big, stop playing small. And for most women, they don't even know what that really means because they don't know what that next level is going to be like. And how do we find it?
1: So good. Same with like, just be more of your authentic self. Right. I remember someone saying that just be your authentic self. I was like, who the hell is she? I've been a mom. I've been a corporate woman. I'm a I'm a I'm a married woman. I'm a divorced woman. I cheated on my husband. I'm a cheater. I'm an athlete. I'm all of these different things. And when I was my authentic self and being bold and bright, I was often told it was too much. Yeah, same. Like hide those things. So I 100% agree with you that it's not as simple as just, well, one day just step in and live and dream bigger. So I guess this is where it really takes us to take time to do some introspection and to really go inside. Like for me, I got to a point where I just felt like my spiritual strength was dying. Mm. I wasn't having as much fun. I was getting more upset at my kids for doing things. I was going out for wine more, going shopping more. Sorry, I my phone. All, all of these things outside of myself, I started to Place my attention, and we know where we place our attention is where our energy goes. And so, what we have to start doing is putting the attention back on ourselves mm. and reconnecting to ourselves, and and asking ourselves some questions. Even the question is again, what is it that I want? I think every personal development um, book comes down to this, as well as any career. What is it that you want? But probably one of the most difficult questions that we can answer. And especially I believe as women post, you know, 30, 35, when we've done a lot of the things for people, other people. And I don't know if you're like me, but my belief was if I take that time to look inside, then am I being selfish?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. But then I had to realize that in order to be the best, mother to my daughters in order to be the best daughter for my parents and the friend to my friends and even partner in my next relationship I first had to love myself I can't give to others what I don't give to myself so really it is that first step is just getting clear on who are you what lights you up again when did you feel the happiest when was a time when you felt like you know ready to like rock it off of, I don't know, I would say dancing on your speaker, I guess here we'll date ourselves. So when was it that time where you just freaking shuck <laughs> it out and loved it? And uh, <laughs> let's go there because let's break down the belief that you can't live like that every day because you absolutely can't. It's just a decision.
0: Yeah, I love that because and but giving yourself permission to make that decision, I think is probably one of the hardest things that we can do because. Yeah, I mean, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a daughter, and I'm so well known in my old industry that there's also that fear of, like, what are they going to say when I move into the new industry? I mean, hell, my dad cannot figure out how to tell his friends I'm a podcaster. It stresses him out. You know, he used to be able to tell his friends, oh, my daughter's a real estate agent. And let's be clear, he didn't like that because you don't even need a college degree and I have two of them. So, I spent years you know, with him being like, I wish you were more than just a real estate agent. Well, now I'm something else. And he's like, I don't understand that either. <laughs>
1: I get it. I get it. I mean, I spent over 22 years incorporating people to people and change management before my paths crossed with Bob Proctor. And my whole life, I wanted to be a consultant, whether that was... Helping businesses to drive more efficiencies and employee engagement in their business to really drive a performance-based culture, but also taking my coaching that I would do for individuals to become better in their jobs, to be better in their lives. And when I first started to study mindset and really make this decision of, oh my God, I'm gonna leave my six-figure business and my strong pension to go start an entrepreneurship journey at the ripe age of 45. My parents too, they instantly went like, You know, I just don't want you to be disappointed, actually, was my dad's first thought. And uh, I just stopped him and said, don't you get it? We have to reframe disappointment. It's more disappointing for me to live a life where I could potentially be more than what I'm doing now. And I've never let myself down in the past. Why would I do it now? And really, when I started to think about it, everything that I was living was what I wanted. I just stopped dreaming, and I think that's a lot of us. We would grow up with this dream of like, I want to create a life for myself that's equal to or better than what I had growing up, and I want to give that to my kids. Yeah. And then I woke up one day, and that's what I was doing. And guess what? I found out it didn't fill my cup. Mm. And so you can choose then to stay in that and live a half filled life or make a decision to fill that back up yeah and um and is it scary yeah I I I believe you've probably found that with podcasting but it is exhilarating at the same time because you've brought more and expressed more of yourself to the surface and really when we start to think about it isn't that the essence of life yeah and when we start to feel stuck, I'd ask yourself, do you have a goal? Because for me, my next goal was retiring. Well, I knew how to do that. I was saving for it. I also had a goal to help my kids go to university. I was saving for that. So it's those goals that we want to set for ourselves that we don't know the how, that we have to stretch, we have to go into the unknown, that really propel us to creating and experiencing more in life, or as I like to say, like living more life, let's put more life back into our life.
0: I think it's super fun when you enter that phase of, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. You know, like when you set that goal and you, you, in your former self or former version of you, you could set a goal and you pretty much knew the steps to take to achieve it, whether you achieved it or not, you at least knew the steps. I think where the magic really comes in and where you find your true passion is when you set a goal for yourself and then you have no idea how to even get there. So then you got to start figuring it out.
1: Yeah, like this is the number one thing that I talk about with my clients is that we have three types of goals. We have the goals that we know how to do because we've done them. I want to buy a new car. Okay, we can buy a new car. You know how to do that. We have the goals that we think we can do, which a lot of us are set those for New Year's resolutions. So They're almost the ones that we think we should do. <laughs> and we say, if I do blah, X, Y, Z, then this will happen. But to your point, there's very little inspiration in them, which is why we, they go by the wayside and we never follow through. But the goals we want to set for ourselves are the exact one that you said, those extraordinary goals that excite and scare us at the same time. Because what we realize through life is it's the goals and what we get is just a bonus. It's who we become in that journey. And if we know how to get there, then there's no growth in that, which isn't going to cause us to stretch and expand. So it really is locking into that goal that excites and scares you at the same time. And then seeing that on the screen of your mind, here's my mindset woo woo for you. I love it. And then realizing that everything that we see in our world has been created twice first on someone's screen of their imagination, and then in reality. But we can't wait for it to appear because if thoughts become things and we consistently wait, that's when there there continues to be that gap. So get connected to what that goal is, who you need to be, how would you think, how would you act, who would you hang out with, and then go from there. The reality is we have to ask ourselves two questions, though, too, with that is one. Am I able? Well, if you believe anything that science or theology has taught us, it says we're filled with infinite potential. We are energy. So are you able? Absolutely, you are. The question is, are you willing? Are you willing to endure ridicule, to go through those times where you have to face and no longer one real estate agent and now a podcaster and what people may think? Are you willing to move? Are you willing to let go of relationships? Are you willing to do the internal work? And once you say yes to that, that idea, that fantasy that you have of that goal moves from fantasy to theory, Mm -hmm. and you live from that end. This is where we like to go to the frequency of what we desire now. And you will start to attract the resources, the people, the things that help you to kind of unfold the how to create it and take that theory to effect.
0: Oh, I receive that so much, so very much. And I can tell you, I... I suck at networking. Like I'm the worst at it. I don't remember people's names. I don't remember how we met, which is was really unfortunate when you were a real estate agent. But I digress. <laughs> However, when I really like folded into what I'm doing and really just acknowledged that I'm in a different world now and I'm surrounded by different people and this is what they believe and this is how I believe and this is what it's going to look like and I just embraced it all networking actually took on an entirely new meaning for me because I started getting connected with people that I never, A, thought I would ever get connected with. Like okay. people with just way more intelligence than I have, you know, and into their world. And then they would bring you into their world. And suddenly I started remembering people's names. And yeah. I started to remember where I met them and what they do. And so everything, the resources, as you said, sort of opened up for me when I actually leaned into what I was passionate about and quit putting blocks up myself.
1: Yes. Yes. So good, Joanne, because I mean, this is the thing is that, you know, if I think a lot of people would agree that your thoughts become things, right? Like I think a lot of people would, Oh yeah, I can see that. Okay. Okay. Then why do you allow yourself to say one negative thing about yourself? Mm. Why? Like, Look at if I love talking relationships and this confidence from the bedroom to the boardroom. But a lot of people, when we go in, they say, oh, I don't give a shit what people think. But then when they go in, they what stops them from doing things? What somebody might say, like, let's start talking and saying what we mean and mean what we say. And it's OK, like embracing it as there's not nothing wrong with you. If you can admit that there's just opportunity to grow, it's OK you know but the first step is like yes deciding what you want but two then acknowledging where you are because if we're not totally transparent and vulnerable with ourselves of where we're at then how do you know which direction or way to look to take that first step to get to where you're going and um i think that this is one thing along my journey that's really come across as you know, and I think there's a lot of us women out there. It's almost like we feel like we have to have such a hard shell to get a whole ahead and that we're afraid to let our femininity go. And so I was always told, you know, you're strong, you're courageous, you go. And so I would just be resilient and keep going forward, but never allowed myself to be vulnerable and really admit to myself what I loved and didn't love about things because I was afraid Mm. And yet we can't be courageous and we can't be strong without that. So, I mean, I think it's just really important that we as women and and men acknowledge that we can't get to where we're going without being vulnerable, open, and transparent with ourselves to stop telling the lies to ourselves first and foremost. Oh, good. And once we can increase our awareness and understanding of us then that allows us to show up in in places better because we know who we are and it you know we're worthy of it and i i really believe that at the at the crux of that resistance for most people is just us being afraid of whether or not we're good enough
0: and how often do you see as you're working with people you know it that it's really not anything more than fear that's holding them back
1: yeah, really little. I mean, you know, you started this podcast off with saying don't do along with mindset. And I don't, I don't think that that's an anomaly. In fact, so often, you know, my mentor Bob Proctor would say ninety five percent is mindset, five percent is strategy. And yet,
0: everything we focus on is strategy. It's strategy. We go straight there. That's where I go. Right. Yeah. You know,
1: I I'll be with a lady. How do you make your your service a need service? I mean, I do sales, I do content, I do something. We're need. You know what? What you're doing is taking from other people, and 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 still thinking that that's what they need. When what they need is belief in themselves. So, how many out there listening to this have developed or like invested in these other strategy pieces, but still aren't getting the results they need and they want? Yep. It's because we still haven't done the work with the mindset and really leveling up our self image. This is my passion because we will never outperform our self image ever period. You will not do more than what you believe you can. Whether you think you can, you think you can't is an accurate statement. And so you can learn all the tools you want. We can t- continue to gather information, but information and being aware isn't enough. It's not our conscious mind that puts the body into action. It's our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind is our body and it's those beliefs and self-image we hold deeply rooted that most of it we're not even aware of that ultimately drives the vibration of our body, the actions of our body, and it's the action reaction that gets us our results. So it's so important for us to stop and start to consider what beliefs we have and how do we really think of ourselves from the inside out, not the reflection in the mirror, but the voices that you go to bed with. And so when it comes to fear, you ask me, I think it's all of them. But once we realize that that fear we've put there, then that's like when we become unfricking stoppable. And I love tapping into that with my clients.
0: How cool is that? I love this whole concept and I love this whole conversation because it's not something I I talk with, you know, many people about. It's not a lot of the things that I focus on and yet. As I'm sitting here having this conversation, I'm thinking, golly, you're right. Like there have been times I've walked into rooms and I walked into the room already thinking I wasn't good enough and therefore played small, sat in the back, didn't open my mouth, probably didn't get out of that experience what I could have. And then there's been other times I've walked into situations feeling like a badass, like yeah. knowing I was, you know, worthy of being in the room with whoever I was around. And I had completely different experiences. And like, what if I had just had that same attitude in both situations? Like, what could have, what, what could have, you know, path could have opened up for me then?
1: So true. You know, intuition is one of our magic in our minds that help create our world. And, you know, it's the same thing of when you see somebody and you're like, oh, she looks like a bitch. And guess what? She is because you 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 already labeled her as one. Yeah, And remember that our outside world is a direct reflection of how we feel on the inside. So we can pass blame and victimize all we want, but that's just because we're lacking it within. It's nobody else's is making you feel that way. It's you. And these are sometimes like the tough messages that we get because we live in a world that, you know, it's much easier to blame and take responsibility. But you go in and you go into those rooms and you think, listen, I'm going to meet five people. I'm going to have an incredible time. I don't know what to expect aside from the fact that I'm going to stand in my truth and be me and, and 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 be really specific with what that even means. So I'm going to, you know, reach out and shake X number of people's hands. I'm going to do this and you will. And, you know, because you go in with that energy of, you know, this is going to be great. People gravitate to you. We all know these people that you get in and You don't even know what it is, but they walk in and you're just like, I need to meet. That's your intuition picking up on their energy. So people are also picking up on yours when you walk in. So it's not only you thinking in that, First instance, oh, you know, I'm not sure why I'm here. But when you walk in, people feel that. So they're like, oh, I'm not sure what she can give me. She doesn't even know what she can, how she can benefit me. She doesn't know how she can benefit herself right now. So it really is. And I think there's a fine line because a lot of people say, well, that's imposter syndrome. That's fake it till you make it. It's, It's not faking it. It is not faking it. It is being it. It is, you're almost faking it by not being your most brilliant self. You're putting on layers that don't have to be there. Like reframe this. You're showing up as someone that's fake when you're not expressing your magnificence, when you're not, you know, being that bold, bright, beautiful you. So you deciding to show up as her is you truly being yourself. And that's where the magic comes alive. And if somebody has a problem with it, Great. They showed your colors. Walk away from them.
0: Yeah, they're you know not your people. people. And I no, think th- what I <laughs> want everyone listening to this to really hone in on is everyone feels this way at some point, if not a lot. Like yeah. I don't care if you're freaking Jay Shetty. He's going to walk into a rooms occasionally and get nervous and not, not be at his best. If you're me, if you're you, like, it doesn't matter. We all experience this and it's knowing that that's what's causing it. And being able to handle it and deal with it is really what brings you out of that shell, I think.
1: So good. And, you know, and here's the thing we all still will incur these bouts of fear. We know that that's happened. So, what, what happens is because you get a new idea in your conscious mind that's not in resonance with your existing beliefs and self image that are in your subconscious mind. So, right away, you have this XY vibration going on. But you are aware the more that you do this. It's a practice, and so you recognize it to say, "Oh, you know what? The reason I'm feeling this is because I'm growing. Awesome. Cool. And Grow I with me and 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 I'm going to move through it. And so you really think of it as confidence comes through action. It's like when you fell down, you wanted to walk. You, you, as a baby, you walk, you fell down, you got back up, you fell down, you get back up, you fell down, you get back up until one day you walk confidently across the, the room. Now, why did we forget this when we're adults? How we got there is through constant space repetition. And it's the same way that you need to continue to reprogram your subconscious mind. And This is where I say knowing is not enough. It's the work that we do afterwards to constantly um, repeat it so that you walk into that room the 7th, 8th, 10th time and you're like, I got this. Got this. Yeah. I got this. But then the next time you go into a bigger room and, you know, again, you may feel that, but you say, I got this. I figured it out before. I can do it now. I may not have this like a slight. um different twist too, on like the difference between confidence and competence, right? That you may not know how to do that new skill well, but you have the confidence and belief in yourself that you can figure it out and you will figure it out. And then you move forward with that. And then, and it's not coming from a place of ego because you realize that when you're inspired, you're in spirit. And that's like, you know, kind of the energy and whether you call it God, energy, whatever it is, talking through you. So when you're in your highest self and you're showing up as her, that is spirit in itself. So you're aware that it's not just you. It's not ego. Oh my God. It's
0: this beauty, is so right? awesome. All right, Stacey. So tell our audience, because right. I know that there's a huge portion of them right now that are like, "Um, I need I need you in my life. So how do they connect best with you?
1: Oh, beautiful. Thank you, Joanne. Um, you can connect with me on Stacey Van Thun on Instagram or my website, www.raiseyourresults.ca. I invite you all. I'm starting a community in June, which is really all about plugging back into your passion, Joanne, because what I've really seen and I'd love for you to be a guest speaker one day in, in the group is people that are leaving whether it's the relationship, the career, to start something new. And we get so focused, though, on the goal that we forget to have fun and bring that playfulness into it. And so I really like to um, say, you know, what does pleasure mean as far as spiritual, mentally and physically? And start to embody this passion to step into your world class. You if I was to ask you, are you world class today and you hesitate? to say yes, I want you to reach out to me because (laughs) all that means is that we still have the gap to level up your belief and your confidence in yourself. Because if we believe in an abundant world and nobody is alike, that we have our own authenticity, that when you wake up each and every morning, wherever you're at, you be the best you can be that day and you are world-class. So you can find plug into Passion going to be in Facebook, but really the best way to get a hold of me is um, on my website or on Instagram. But Come and play with us and, awesome. and raise, raise your energy, raise your results. So there like you
0: this. go. Okay. So we'll put links to it all in the show notes. You guys know that. And as always grow your business, grow it big and put a mic on it. We'll see you next Tuesday. You just finished another episode of the B word podcast. Cheers to you. If I were with you, I would literally pop a big old bottle of Prosecco and for you a glass since I'm not why don't you do the next best thing and share this episode with one of your besties because we all know you've got that one girlfriend that needs to hear it. Thanks, friends.